Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. Bella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing, nothing. We got you covered for college football, too. Every vanity. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Rayside. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. And uh, it's a football Tuesday. How about that? <laughs> Check us out. We're going to get right into it. Ray, boy, what we saw last night, the only thing I can think about is a big, giant mess out there in New Jersey. Odell on a snap count, four catches. Are we at the point where we really need to consider that the coach and the GM for the Giants, that this might be both of their last years, or when Odell's 100%, will things just magically get better? No, things will definitely not magically get better. They have a serious roster problem. So I think that uh, Reese, the GM, is really – look, it's the Giants' formula, though. I mean, they've won two Super Bowls, but in between those Super Bowls, they had a lot of seven and nine, eight and eight years. If you look at Tom Coughlin's coaching record, you'll see a lot of ups – I should say a lot of downs, some mediocre, and a couple of good years. So the Giants actually for being an elite franchise do, do this a lot. Um, but they have a roster problem. Their offensive line is terrible. They're aging at the quarterback position, Eli, right? So they really need to win. Now their defense is, is outstanding. So they're doing something right on one side of the ball. The good thing is that it doesn't look like the NFC East is going to run away from them. So 9-7 and seven wins this division. So if you can hang tight, and and get yourself eight nine wins, then maybe you're, you know, you're there. But still, the running game and the offensive line, you got to fix those immediately. I was pretty impressed with the Lions, and I got to say, who knew that not only with the twenty seven million dollar man, um, which happens to be the thirty first, uh, you know, valued franchise, Bills are last. It's like Cowboys, uh, Patriots, Giants. Um, I forgot who's four, and then uh, the Niners. But, you know, you, you really got to give Jim Caldwell credit. People have been bashing him, even though he's been winning. Um, Ziggy Ansah, the defense, Bob Quinn, who came there from the Patriots, is drafting. And I think the Lions are turning the corner. So I'm pretty impressed with them. Obviously, they've got a rough matchup with the Falcons this weekend. But, Ray, we got to tip our hat to the Lions because they're playing good football for once. They are, and they're committed to the run. And for the first time, you saw a guy in Matt Stafford that just wants to win. He throws for 160 yards, but who cares? I've thrown for 5,000 yards before. I've led the league in passing. Now I want to lead the league in winning. So good for them. He got his money, and he's all about let's just win games. Definitely, definitely more mature. So go to the rest of the week, too. I'll start off with Sunday Night Football. I'm turning back and forth to the Emmys and the game, but I saw a good amount of it. Look, we know the Packers have been banged up, but isn't that always the story? I think the question there, I mean, 34-23, maybe a late score or whatever, but the question there is, do they have the depth? Does, you know, 
they have Rodgers, but are they wasting his excellence with not depth and not necessarily the right key players? They lose, on, you know, at Atlanta. I'm not going to kill him for that because of the injuries and it's the Mercedes Dome and it's week one. But this Falcons team, you know, hey, the record is 2-0, and you know, barely beat the Bears. But, Ray, I think their defense looks better and faster. You know, they, they lose Vic Beasley for a bit. That's going to hurt. But I think Dan Quinn is building the right thing and give Sarkeesian some credit. I think the offense looks fine, and Mohamed Sanu stepped up big. So I got to give the Falcons a lot of credit to an L. And we saw the Packers definitely overall better than last year. So I can't bash them at one and one. That was a, a rough game at the Falcons home opener. Tell me about those Broncos, Ray. <laughs> How about those Broncos? <laughs> well, you know, if you go back to our prediction show, I actually have the Broncos beating New England. And to go to the AFC championship game. Oh, the did. Broncos are a tough team, and I really think this kid, Trevor Simeon, is better than we give him credit for. If you let him play from ahead, if you can run the ball, if the D can keep you in the game or even ahead, I think he can do enough to win you games. I don't know if he wins you a Super Bowl, but he can certainly win you some games. Denver's always a tough place to play, and Dallas just got punched in the mouth. You know, the Bron- this was the fear last year, right? Dallas was 13-3, and but your fear was – Wait a minute, Dak Prescott's a rookie. Uh, if you shut down Ezekiel Elliott, which they did, eight carries for nine yards, and you start playing from behind, and you start having to panic, Dak throws his three interceptions, and it was just all Broncos all day. Now, my personal view is, from the Broncos' perspective, you saw a really good team playing at home, hyped up for a nationally televised Sunday night game. So it was the perfect you know, showing for the Broncos. So well, Sunday afternoon, the Broncos. because of lightning, it went to Sunday night. <laughs> right. No, that's true. That's true. They had an Which hour I think both of those messed up some of the Emmys ratings, and people don't even talk about that. But, you know, both those yeah. games were in prime time. Cowboys, man. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah the pa- Packers and the Cowboys, you know, and Atlanta, big draws in prime time. But let me I ask think you this. You're a Cowboy fan. Let me, let me just ask you this. Are you upset at Ezekiel Elliott for – looking like he quit on the first interception. The second one, I mean, look, he, he, he's not going to get him. But when you see the play, Ray, he was, I think, down on the ground and, you know, or went out, no, went out for a pattern and Dez messed up. And, you know, they're saying, oh, he didn't go chase him. If he goes chases him and pulls a hamstring, how do you feel as a Cowboy fan? I don't, I don't have any problem with the guy getting hurt in the field of play. Right. If you're trying to make a play and save your team and save your team points, that's sports. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't want it, of course. But Ezekiel Elliott has a, I don't want to say reputation, but remember back in Ohio State. Well, yeah, but but sometimes when Titans aren't going well, remember in Ohio State, he, he blamed his coaching staff for the play calls and he kind of, you know, checked out on his teammates. So he, he's, a, you know, he's a special dude, but you need to handle him properly because he's the type of guy. Well, that he was right on Ohio State. They should have gave him the rock. He wanted a ball more. That's all he said. <laughs> yeah, you know? but, you know, you're a team player, so you, you're throwing your coaches under the bus. You're throwing your teammates under the bus. We'll talk a little bit about that. You know, uh, we, we could talk a little bit about the Giants and the whole thing with Eli and how the yeah. coach called him out. 
Um, but look, I, I don't think the Cowboys need to be tremendously worried either. Like I said, the NFC East isn't running away from anybody. So I think that if you're, if you're win nine, 10 games, you're going to win that division. So it's just a bad game. It just had a bad tempo to it. The, 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 the thunderstorm or the lightning uh, delay didn't help. So you just chuck that out the door and you say, Oh, well, we'll just, we'll just suit up for next week. Well, let's go to Pittsburgh. I mean, it was emotional honoring the memory of Dan Rooney. 87 yards from Bell seemed to, you know, definitely wake up a bit. But I like the 27 carries, so the intent is there. But I think overall, you know, Bell and Bryant are waking up. And what we're seeing, you know, is a Pittsburgh Steelers defense, Ray, that is really improving. Now, T.J. Watt got hurt in the second quarter. He's going to be fine. But guys were flying around the field. Bud Dupree came back. Alvin Bud, Bud Dupree, but he got a stack. Um, you know, Rodgers, Brown, Bryant, it's, it's too much posse. Jesse James showed up again. And I think Vikings, you know, they were emotionally kind of off when Sam Bradford just, you know, determined early in practice, that, you know, that he couldn't make it for the game that day and Case Keenum is professional backup, but just that and not that good. But I also think the Vikings are not as good as we saw Monday night last week because the Saints are not that good. Um, And the rookie Juju Smith Smith Schuster got his first touchdown. So I was happy and impressed. I think the Steelers are a a pretty solid two and oh, and you know, away they go, but you know, the Ravens are are right there, Ray. What what about, uh, what happened in Kansas City? I told you that KC barbecue was rough. The KC is, I tell you what, KC is a legit team. KC is legit. And we said in the beginning of the season that there are certain teams out there that a game or two either way, and they could go deep in the playoffs. And that AFC West. I think is full of those teams, right? Between the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chiefs, a game or two either way, and they could be they could be legit. And if this kid Kareem Hunt, he's probably more. I mean, he he's got a little Jamal Charles in him, a little, little different oh, runner, does. but but he's explosive. And Travis Kelsey stepping in, stepping into his own. Uh, you still have a question about you know you can't really replace a Jeremy Macklin. But they're trying. They're doing different things schematically. That defense, they lost Paul, but they've got most of their other guys back. That's a good team. Eric Berry went down. They'll have to figure out how to, how to compensate for that. But that's a good team, and you know it's always tough to play in Kansas City. So like Denver, they have flaws, but they can beat you on any given Sunday. They can beat you, and they can go pretty far in the playoffs. Definitely, definitely. So, look, not much to, to get to. We both think the Rams will take care of the Niners. Let's close up with some college football. And, obviously, all these injuries are not good in the NFL, and nobody likes to see it. And, you know, the Raiders and Ravens look good, and Marshawn with the dancing and everything had no problem with that. NFL, I think week three is when we start to get normalcy in the NFL. But what's normal in college football, Ray, is Alabama and Clemson at one and two. You have Oklahoma three, Penn State four, USC five. Tell me how huge was the Clemson win against Louisville, the one that I, I, I thought would happen. And remember I said on the show, Kelly Bryant to McLeod, and it came true. What did you think about their dominance? 
kudos. I actually thought Lamar Jackson and Louisville would show better and even win the game. I had Louisville. Remember, I predicted Louisville to win the game. Yeah. But you know what? Give Clemson credit, and that's why they got 15 first-place votes. They actually have played somebody in the first two weeks of the season, right? Oh, yeah. These guys are, I mean, you know what? Are they ready to repeat? I threw the question out there on Twitter. They look like they're getting ready to repeat. You know what? Why not? They beat (laughs) Auburn and they beat Louisville. One of them is a low-scoring defensive game, and one of them is a high-scoring offensive game. They also beat Kentucky, no big deal, 56-3. But these guys can win any way you want to win. They can play D. They can possess the ball. They can play. They can shoot. They can get in a shootout. And if this kid Kelly Bryant is like 80% of Deshaun Watson, then why not? They have a chance to go to the Final Four. And once you make it to the Final Four, especially with the confidence that they have, having been there two straight years, no reason they couldn't. Yeah, the SEC is definitely, uh, I would say, down this year. Florida squeaked it out over Tennessee. And then USC turned out to be probably the best game. They, uh, you know, beat Texas. Do you feel as if we're just really waiting for that Oklahoma, Oklahoma State game in Bedlam, you know, the Big 12 uh, game of the year? Because Oklahoma and Oak State look impressive every week, right? Yeah, you really think that there's only a handful of matchups, right? The Florida State-Alabama matchup to start the season – um, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, obviously we want to see that one. Maybe USC, Washington, maybe, uh, uh, you know, the, the Penn State, Ohio State game, even though Ohio yeah. State lost. There's a handful of, of, of like, uber matchups. Uh, but it really looks like there's five, six elite teams out there and not much more than that. Hopefully some of these other teams that are, you know, six to 12, start to look impressive in September going into October so that we get this real genuine, um, you know, 10, 12 team, you know, sort of elite status. Cause right now I could count the elite teams on one hand. So I hope to see something from the guys like, you know, the Oak state, obviously the Oak state, Oklahoma winner, but Washington and Michigan and, and, and Wisconsin, Georgia, Ohio state, some of these teams already have, a law of what Ohio State has a loss. I think Michigan's got a shot to beat Ohio State this year. So we'll, we'll see. You know, either way, it's going to be great. Look, we'll be back Friday. We'll get into the picks, some good games, NFL and college And, uh, you know, enjoy the sports week. Try to, try, to, try to stay happy with the sports, man. Sports is good. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Have a great week. We'll see you on the flip side.